How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, a podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process without giving up their social life. In this episode, I thought I'd touch on some more lower back injuries. I know there's a lot of people out there looking for answers, and I I get from time to time people asking me, now that you've been through this whole experience, it's been five years, what are your like top things that you wish you kind of started right at the beginning, you know, to help someone recover a little bit faster and just what your thoughts are on there. So stay tuned. I'm going to give you the top three that I have. So I wanted to do an episode. I've been doing a lot of other podcasts where I guess on the show and some of them I talk about fitness hacks. Others I talk about like transformational things and changing my whole mindset of being over 40 and what's more, more important to me. And part of that is I go into kind of my lower backstory, which if you're, if you're new to this podcast, you can kind of scroll back to some of my ranting and rambling of what I went through and everything. But just know that I've had five years ago an accident. I had a herniated disc on my L5-S1, and five years later, two surgeries later, it's just been an absolute nightmare. But now, just back to, I'd say, 90% and feeling great. I just take everything slower and with more quality. That's all I preach nowadays and just feeling amazing. And this is almost two years post-op of my second surgery. So I wanted to, let's just dive right into it. What are the top three things? And one is just kind of what you think, just time. And not only time, but when I did my first surgery, the surgeon was telling me, wait six weeks and go see your physical therapist, physical therapist, Put me through a program and then you'll be doing stuff within another six weeks to you know two months and then you can slow back into what you were doing before and after like four months you can go back to sports and i did everything they said the the first time and literally you know a year and a half after that i was feeling good i herniated it again so the second time around is where i really found the secret to success and it's literally slow down and give yourself more time I, I took time off of work. I took a month and a half off for my after my second surgery where I literally did not move from my bed or ground unless I went on my walk or did some very light PT exercises. And I'm talking about just nerve flossing. So, you know, that's you'll if anyone has had had back surgery, you know what I'm talking about. If not, it's just lubricating the nerves that go all down your side of your leg. You know, that was the main problem of having sciatic pain and where they did the surgery. So you got to, now that there's scar tissue forming around there after the surgery, basically you sit in a seated position and you start kicking up your leg, bending at the knee and also flexing your foot up and down. It's easier to watch a YouTube video over it, but basically it's very easy to do, but it's just trying to get your nerves and tugging on them to get a little bit more lubricated so they don't get caught up. And I did do it. I wish I did a lot more. Also, because I wasn't, I refused to do anything but walk. That's just another thing that would have probably gave me just a little bit more bang for the buck. Um, but I didn't, second time around, I didn't start the physical therapy, not six weeks. I took three months. So just very simple things I knew and just walking, that's it. Let that disc heal. And then after that, instead of going back to working out after two months or three months, I, I took nine months before I even touched a three pound weight again. So that was the secret to my success this time. It's almost been two years and I feel better, even though this has been a rougher ride because of the second surgery and the first surgery, I was oh, pain free and amazing after that. But lo and behold, a year and a half later, 
fell apart, even though this was a little rougher ride, I feel better now at this stage with everything I'm doing, how slow I took it. And I just feel stronger, better. I'm leaner and just have, you know, more positive attitude even before. So that's my number one is time and nerve flossing and just walking and double up anything your doctors are are saying, your physical therapist. I mean, you do need to take their advice. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, but there is no need to rush into anything. That's all I'm saying. Number two was breathing. And then I learned this from another podcast uh, guest that came on my show, um, Dr. Amy from Pebar Institute. It was uh, episode 71, 72, and 73 if you're interested. But she taught me basically when you go through trauma like I did, and it could be trauma for anything, you know, mental, physical, your body goes in this fight or flight mode. And because of that, your cortisol levels are extremely high. Your body's not able to heal properly. And it just, you always have an elevated amount of pain that if you practice calming your nervous system down, can can wipe that out. And I took her up on that, and within three sessions, I had cut 50% of my pain in like two weeks, where before it would and I'd get no relief. And uh, diaphragmatic breathing, you could check her out, or you can go on YouTube and just Google that. Not belly breathing, diaphragmatic breathing. It's a little bit different. And basically, it's just learning to breathe through your nose a certain special way, and out your out your mouth using your diaphragm not not by expanding your rib cage and trying to gasp for air and what that does is it calms your vagus nerve that's real close to your diaphragm and doing that kind of palpitates that vagus nerve and that that's an easy way to calm it down and there's other ways you could do like meditation i guess works too but this is just a physical one that you can do right off the get-go and kind of I've turned it into more of a meditation thing anyways, because every morning I wake up, I go right into a hot shower, do my exercises. And the very first one I do is I kneel down, hunch over with my hands on the ground, let the hot water hit my back. And I start practicing the diaphragmatic breathing for about five minutes. And while I'm doing that, I'm just concentrating on my body, breathing in my nose, out my mouth, not letting my rib cage pop up at all. And it kind of is a meditation that I'm doing. You know, I'm just not thinking about a mantra or anything like that. So definitely that's a huge one for anyone with any kind of pain. But, you know, I'm going to gear it more towards lower back issues. And then the third one, this is now two years and I feel like I'm at 95, 94% um, as far as my mobility. I started doing more PT exercises. I started working back in the gym um, with more quality, you know, slowing everything down, kind of more like Pilates style, but it's. We call it time under tension. Use less weight, use more time doing that exercise and just make it burn and you get so much more out of it. But my chiropractor has been working with me too and obviously I'm getting my spine back. It's, I haven't touched it in five years and I used to be a practitioner going all the time and uh, I've noticed in my neck, my head's rolling forward, my neck's starting to have issues. So I started going back and he's been working on me with my back too And I wanted to say that the one thing we did that he referred me to was just a simple YouTube video. And it's called uh, Foundation Training Original with Dr. Eric Goodman. And it's just very simple yet precise exercises that help your uh, QLs, your muscles that that run uh, linear with your spine, 
and just strengthens up your back with all these exercises. It takes about 10 minutes to do. And I think within one week of that, I went from 94% to like 97, 98. So that was another moment where I'm like, oh my God, I found another thing to add to my routine to like to really get me back. And at this point, I don't have any sciatic pain. I really don't have pain in my mind. It's pain. It's more of just when I'm at rest or I'm, I'm waking up from sleep and not because of not moving, it's just my back just gets tight, like laterally all the way across where my L5 S1 is like from hip to hip and doing this video foundation training and within two weeks, I'm like, I'm in a whole new level. I feel so much stronger back there. I wake up, I barely feel any tightness like I used to when I was getting up out of bed. And kind of a tester I did too is to see if I was ever improving is when I got out of bed, walk into the bathroom and before I go jump in that shower or do anything, just slowly see if I can touch my toes. And most often I, I, I couldn't even do anything. My back is so locked up, no pain, just locked up. So then I go through my exercises and my breathing in the shower and start moving. And by the time I have my first cup of coffee, I feel like a million bucks. Now, because of this video, and these exercises, very specific exercises you're doing for the lower back and your QLs. I'm walking out of bed and maybe every other time I go into that bathroom and I go down to touch my toes and I can freaking touch my toes without any warm-ups or anything. This is insane. So just thought I'd uh, put that episode out there uh, for anyone with lower back issues. So just kind of to recap once again, just spending more time getting back to stuff. Take time off work, slow it down. I'm not saying don't do what your surgeon or physical therapist says, but I'm just saying second guess them a little bit and maybe add a little bit extra time because you don't want your, if you had my issue, a herniated disc, you don't want that fluid to keep coming out, which is going to happen. Just think of it like as a jelly donut. The second one is that diaphragmatic breathing with Dr. Amy or YouTube. And then the third one being foundational training with Eric, Dr. Eric Goodman. I really want to reach out to Dr. Eric and tell him and maybe get him on the podcast. So I'm sure I'll have another update with something else that came along that I just add to my routine. But those are the three best ones that I have that have done the most for me. I'll put a, I'll put that uh, YouTube video in the show link so you can just kind of click it and watch it. He goes on for like 12 full minutes and I think now I can't really do the whole thing. And I feel like he's going too slow. So I kind of have a system where I'm done in like six, seven minutes. And I may be doing like 80% of what he, he has me doing, but I feel so good just by doing that 80%. And, uh, you know, it just works with my time. So you only can do what you can do. Um, just thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll check you out in the next episode. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would be go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.